Hey everyone, welcome to episode 10 of season 2 Woo. of The Handmaid's Tale. Justin, who's here? Who else is here besides Justin? Sarah's here, yay! Crystal's yep. here. Crystal is here and Sarah is here and Justin is here and we are here to talk about this episode, <sighs> episode 10. It was terrible. It's been haunting me ever since. Um, I'm just going to say that came to a realization today thinking about it after having watched it. I watched it way early, which was kind of a mistake on my part. Because yeah. then it was like all week long uh-huh. on social media, watching all the people like try and figure out what was going to happen. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Whatever you think's about to happen is not going to happen. And even when like the, uh, and apparently this is the thing, like the Israeli trailer is way different than the American trailer. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, like the season trailer, like the one. No, we like saw? they put out like coming up on episode ten. Oh, they put out like uh-huh. in Israel. I don't know why it's different, but oh. it is like loaded with way more stuff and is like way more awesome than our trailers are. Huh. Um, so that's like the big new thing is to post the Israeli trailer when it comes out on like Thursday or Friday oh, for the next episode, and everybody just freaks the hell out because it's like completely different and shows so much more stuff. It's super revealing. Um, and so they showed a little bit of what happens in this episode, and people uh. were like, "What?" is happening <laughs> and i was like yeah because i couldn't i could not believe it i watched it actually like wednesday night i think like really early like i usually don't watch until like a couple days before which i don't think i'll ever watch that early again just because it was really hard to like interact with anybody on social media since you know it's coming that soon but there's nothing that can prepare you trailer or not i was given several warnings you were and <laughs> i thought i would handle it better because of the warnings and i didn't at all. It was it was equally as affecting, I think. So, yeah, there's also just nothing that can prepare you for this episode. No. No. Crystal? Crystal came in and I said, <laughs> I forget what I even said to you. I was like, so, what do you think of this episode? Crystal just stared at me and just breathed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know. There are no words. There are, yeah, I mean... I'm just, I just feel. Now, I know the overarching question that a lot of people are going to have is, is, did it go too far? It was incredibly violating, but I think, part of me, I actually, this is going to sound really messed up, but I was, I was sort of like, wow, it took this long. You know? Yeah. You thought that you, you weren't necessarily surprised. I wasn't surprised, no. I was very surprised. I mean, I knew it was coming when, like, they were in the greenhouse right. together. Yeah. Well, no. Even then, I didn't necessarily know what the hell they were really thinking about. But in the back of my head, I think it was there. And I was like, that's is not that what's going to happen. Is that theory, though? Like, can we talk about that? Or should, we, should I wait? Uh, no, we thing, can talk about is it. Is that people think if you have sex when you're full-time, that's supposed to make you go to labor? That that's, how I, well, that's how I knew. Because when, she, when he was like, we need to induce. Or, they were having that conversation. And then Serena was like. What's natural is best. Then I was like, oh, God, no, no. Because when I was pregnant, my doctor was like, there was there was a special worry that I would go early because it was a multiple pregnancy, which is high risk. And, you know, they typically go early. And so I was I was told that maybe I should refrain from she used the word intercourse because she was a doctor, but she was like, try to maybe not do that and don't do, don't go for walks, drink a lot of water. And then as soon as I hit 36 or seven weeks, her whole attitude changed. And she was like, take a walk, maybe have some intercourse, maybe, you know, I don't know, eat spicy foods or whatever she said. And she didn't say it like 
because it will for sure happen if you do these things. She was just like, relax, uh. do whatever. And those were some of the things she listed. So I thought, okay, so there must be something to that um, in terms of like worrying about pre-labor. But here's the thing. Nobody really knows what causes women to go into labor early or what causes a woman to go into labor not early. Yeah. They, we have all these theories, well, but the nobody knows. Well, the oxytocin thing makes sense. Like if you, but that's when you're having sex with a partner that loves you it's and pleasurable, helps you yeah. make that baby, right? Then it's right. like the hormonal part makes sense. I just didn't know if mechanically that was a, that was a thing that people did. I don't know. Maybe I'm, the stress of it, too. Like, maybe the stress of something oh, horrific. I, oh, I know. I, I was going to say, I hate to even say that, but maybe that's a thing. I don't know. But right when she said natural, I was like, oh, God. I didn't register it. I thought she just had changed her <sighs> mind or something. I was like, oh, we should just wait. It's best. I don't know why I thought that, because it's fucking Serena. Man, I want to drag her so bad. I just want to, like, I just wanna, I need a scene that, I like. Oh, guys. That like she just gets the gym just gets one good punch in just one good scratch across the face. I don't I think it's it. happening. I want somebody to beat her ass. Maybe we can of Glenn. Maybe she'll do it. <laughs> She's Former gonna do something. Glenn. She's about to lose. Something's her shit. coming. I hope Something's she comes coming with her. Fucks her up. Now they they're giving like this little glimmer of hope like they're not gonna kill her like I've been talking about all yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe. She's I made it surprisingly oh, she, long. Like, she's riding right now. She's like, it's whatever. I'm already going to die from all this radiation in my bones. Right. Like, I'm about to go out swinging. I, that's what I think. That's yeah. what I think. I don't know what she's going to do, though, because she's off to her next posting, as they say, in this episode, because her dude died. Okay, do you think that she like Boys kept some stuff? Yeah. Mm. I think she kept some little implements from... <laughs> yeah, maybe she brought some things well, along. She, she poisoned that other lady. It was amazing. It was. That was, it was brutal. Great. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was lovely. I, I, yeah. It was lovely. It was, it was lovely. a lovely murder. And the fact that she realized it as she was dying, I was like, yes, bitch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So let's dive into this sucker. Mm. So we open with. Uh, of Warren. Yeah. No. Well, what is she now? We don't know she, what we she call, is. She, we call her We call Emily. her Emily because that's how she should be. Um, so she is having a ceremony that's with right. her new commander and new wife um and she's get the voiceover talking about how you treat it like a job and that up to this point i think is kind of how we've seen them all Mm -hmm. um which i think later on when that happens to offer the way it happens i you know i think that's probably the more realistic way that that would happen if it was happening to you although once you've been like beaten down by the system enough to where you don't really have any options or feel like you have any way out i guess that's kind of just have to kind of deal with it Go yes. to a mental place. Yes. And yeah. so... And it's it's slow motion kind of in parts. Right. It's excruciating. And I hate to get graphic, but especially when he finishes, yeah. I think they really drilled that one in. Yep. Right. And I, uh, no, uh, no pun. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, man, it was horrible. I couldn't... Well, I and you kind of I typed here. The opening is terror horror. I think my brain tried <laughs> brain to like, just like write terrible punk. and horrible all at once. <laughs> and I literally have terror horror. I love oh, that's that. Awesome. Yeah, it's terror horror. It's I awful. mean, you could tell something. Like you almost had like even before like he like fell down and died. You were like something just doesn't look right about what's going on with that face. Because like there's faces, but that face is not. 
one you want to be making her, while that's happening. His wife had this like very encouraging look, like you come, like yeah, <laughs> do that. Did you see her stupid uh, face? She had this like satisfied like grandma face, like what else you did a good do? job. It was horrible. Oh. She's got to be encouraging. Oh. That is horrific. And then I love she's like, go get help. And she's like, really <laughs> telling Emily just, to go get help? Right. My husband Damn. just raped you. Go get help. <laughs> I love how she just said it so quietly. She's like, it's better if I lay down. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. Yep. She may as well have just said, I no. poisoned his ass, you bitch. <laughs> I'll be laying right here. <laughs> so, uh, not to be outdone, so as the wife runs away, so Emily kicks him a couple times. Oh, yeah. Right? In the dick. In the dick. Kicked in the dick <laughs> twice. I love it. Right. So, so sad. we know he's dead. Uh, yeah, he's okay. yeah. Because when they go to uh, the next scene is when they go to Loaves and Fishes, right. and like all the handmaids are like whispering about it, and it's like fifteen different stories of what actually happened. Like he was inside her when she died, when he died, and all this crazy stuff. Um, like it would, right? Exactly. That's how it would go. You know, yeah. Gilead is not immune. The, right. The handmaid community is not immune to the gossip. They are humans. That's very true. Um, and then you see Eden, Eden and, and Isaac. the new guard hitting it off. Yes. And last Chemistry. we saw them, last we saw them, what did we see? They were, I think the, the, the kitchen. They were yeah. strawberries Strawberry. tasting. Oh, that's right. right. <laughs> Taste my strawberries, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> uh, so Eden is talking to, again to June. Who every time she talks about this is not interested in having this conversation Clearly. about the food that Eden is super excited to make. Um, this time it's a sweet custard pie. Isaac, however, big fan. So into Sounds it. great to me. <laughs> Super into it. I'd love some of your custard pie, as it were. Right. Um, so, and then June's walking around, trying to get away from that situation, and uh, starts having the labor pains. No. Then, yeah, because bef- oh, she's yeah. walking, and she has them, and she kind of keeps going. Oh, right. Um, so then she finds Emily, and she's letting Emily know that Moyer made it out. Which is so encouraging to right? her, and I don't know why. I mean, I do, but I don't. Yeah, right. Because Moira was never a hand... Well, she was a hand... No. Yeah. She was she a handmaid, was. and then she worked at Jezebel's. Well, she was a handmaid, but she never got assigned because she escaped in the train, remember? Oh. Right. But then she got caught, and then they gave her a choice of going to Jezebel's or to the colonies. The colonies, okay. And she picked Jezebel's. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it is encouraging. By the way, while I'm thinking about this, because I have to acknowledge all the people who finally filled in this hole, because last week we were trying to figure out what the hell Moira said when she was outside the car. Oh, yeah. And nobody could understand it. For our, I don't know why we couldn't. <laughs> Apparently, everyone else on the planet oh. could. Um, but it was, because uh, in, in Jezebel's, her name was Ruby. Yeah. And she's holding up a sign that says, my name is Moira. And Fred sees her from the limo. And she says, outside the limo, she goes, not Ruby, asshole. So she's saying her real name. Oh. Like, oh. I think you said that. Oh, you said she said I, something I figured that's asshole. what it was. Yeah. Like, I was thinking that's what it was. And then somebody also pointed out that that went back to, it was kind of a callback to Fred talking to Serena and giving her the uh, virtuous woman is a price greater than rubies, which uh, was her name. And uh, you see them writers uh, always thinking, right? Oh, that's right. man. See, look at that, Sarah's. Yeah, I couldn't hear the Ruby part. I just See, thought she called him an asshole. <laughs> Which was yeah. good enough, right? Which I was I mean, going to say felt fine. complete at the yeah. time. Because Angie, Angie texted me that day. She's like, I have no idea what she says. <laughs> I was like, listen to it. I was like, I have no idea either. So somebody's got better sound than us. Thank you very much. I should have turned on subtitles. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I I, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Um, so Emily is uh, really not caring too much about the Canada situation. So June's trying to pump her up and say, you know, we could we can escape. We can find your your son and your wife who are in Canada already. And Emily's kind of 
you yeah resigned to the fact that she's not going to see them again. Which which you can kind of get. Oh sure. From her, you know, like her attitude. But then the next part, I was like, oh oh no, because you you get why she feels beaten down at oh, this yeah. point. You know, Absolutely. you're just like, oh yeah, no, I wouldn't believe it either. I'd be like, don't give me false hope. Don't right. tell me about good things happening in Canada. Right. But then when she was like, I don't have a son. And she said, I'm not his mother anymore. Not his mother. Like that. That's what it is. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, no. Which I guess is like, if you're in that situation, like, you're probably trying to, like, disassociate yourself from any kind of anything that's going to make you feel oh. anything. You know? Yeah. Hope I guess. is not your friend. At least for, I mean, it's for all the things she's been through, because she's had it. Way worse. Way worse. I would argue. Up to that point than anybody else. You yeah. Know, to the colonies and get her click cut off and that's, yeah. the whole she's, thing. It's like she keeps coming back. I and wonder if she's thinking in her head, like, can I just, can someone off me, please? Like, can this just be over? I mean, the only real, I don't know, like, non-terrible thing that's happened to her, She, the last placement she had before she ran the guy over with the car was, like, the wife that was kind of nice to her. Yeah. And didn't make her do stuff and, like, gave her excuses to not have to do the ceremony with the husband. Oh, that's I right. I barely remember yeah. that. Forgot and they had a that. dog. It was, really, it was a really small Very part. Very small part. Mm. Um, so June is not too thrilled. She's like, oh, what the fuck is the matter with you? Because June's now all again like, hey, let's try and escape from Gilead, right. even though she's super pregnant, like pregnant. ready to pop pregnant. Uh, she's like, at least your child is free in Canada, which is a very good point. Yeah. Um, although Emily, Emily gives a little like glimmer of, oh, that's true. That's you can true. use, you can see something in Emily's yeah. face. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you think? I don't know. I guess this is like the scientist in me, but I think about like she's actually deteriorating. You know, like, like literally. her yeah. health is probably, mm-hmm. she's probably a little bit mad, like a little bit, um... Like crazy. She's mad. a little yeah. off. She's probably has some degeneration of her, like, cognitive functioning. Yeah. And she's, um... That and her also physical health is probably not great. Didn't she no. lose a tooth? She lost a molar. Whole molar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So she's just so, probably like, sick. It, it had taken its toll, because we don't even know how long she was there. Per se. We know Which she was, is weird. Why, do we, why would they want her to have a baby if she could? That right? was another thing that people were bringing up on the social medias was... Like, Highly likely that child like, would Exactly. Well, bringing right. back her and Janine and other handmaids and like... I mean, I get that we're desperate for kids, but Radiation knowing what the uh, situation is out there, I guess... Yeah. Pretty severe. Yeah. And it'll be interesting because I know, and this is a terrible thing to bring up, given the rest of what's in this episode, in the book, when they bring up like babies with birth defects or whatever and they call them shredders so i think that in gilead that any baby not born that isn't like 10 fingers 10 toes perfect does not get to stay around oh. at least that's that now they don't expound on that in the book they no. simply refer to them as shredders right and you're wow. i think it's supposed to assume that that's what happens that they dispose um, dispose of them somehow oh wow because you would think like any baby's a gift for yes God. So, just to prepare wow. anybody who thinks that there can't be a worse thing than what we've seen in this episode, we'll keep that one top of mind. Right. Just because there's three more episodes after this, and we Drew haven't Drew played lines. all our cards yet. Right. So, Crystal's looking at me like, no. I just have so many thoughts about this episode. That, Sorry. That's all right. No, you should, <laughs> there, there are plenty of things to have thoughts about. So, uh, June goes into labor. Real labor. Well, not real labor, but what looks like real labor. And Nick fusses over her in a way oh, that can man. only be described as like puppy dog love eyes at her right in front of Eden, 
who already knows, and he does not try to hide it at all. My husband's whole time, he's like, come on, man. Yeah. Just fake it a little a bit little for bit. Aiden. And he's like looking all doughy-eyed at you. He had his hand on the small of her back, which is like something that a man, if he's not with you, does not do. Right. Right. If any man touches me like, on my back, I'm like, I'm always right. like, Dude, no. take your hand off of me. Right. The best part of the whole thing, I rewatched part of it today, is he helps her out of the ambulance, and Eden is standing in right. the ambulance like, I know. I am also here. How about you help me? And he didn't even look at her. No. Right. Like, they didn't she even give her a second exist. glance, and he walks with off right into- I was like, oh. oh, man. He is not even It trying. was, like, almost ceremonial. Yeah. No, it, it was very, like. He may as well have said, I'm the father of this <laughs> yeah, child. Right. I'll help you. I <laughs> well, mean, it was so bad. That's what well, I thought. That's going to so come bad. up later. Um, so. No. So here we go. All right. So then Serena comes out, and. Uh, <laughs> She's like God. kneeling down, slinging Bible verses at the baby, talking about what does she say? We did it off red. This is the will of God, and we should rejoice and be glad in it. And June, and June says, like, "No one knows the things of God," and walks God, off. And I'm bitch. like, "Well, this is gonna go well. Things are going great. Things are going great. It's <laughs> fantastic." <laughs> no, she's Maybe done. She They're all done, which is interesting. Yeah. Which is very interesting. To yeah. Me. Because I mean. I mean, the last thing we know, I guess, from their vantage point is she told her that she's leaving as soon as right. the baby's born. So it's kind of where we're at with their relationship, I think, entering into this. Which felt a little bit like a slap because they were doing really well and June had helped her with a lot of things. And you thought their relationship was even minimally mended. And then she was like, you're leaving. And it was like, whoa. Yeah, and there's a lot of, yikes. at least online, talking to people. Or there's a lot of, like, even with this episode, like, trying to figure out, like, what triggers the... Like, ultimate them deciding that we're going to rape her because that's the way we're going to get the baby here. Like, that's pretty extreme, even for, like, for anybody. I think it was all um, Fred. his idea. Yeah. No, not his idea, but his, like, his, you know, and I almost wonder if he told her we should do this and she had no idea that he, he was going to rape her. Okay, mm-hmm. it's always rape, right? But I rape. don't think she thought it was going Serena? to be... I don't oh, no. think Serena. Oh, she, she was I disagree. all in. I think no, Serena. Did you see her on the bed? She was like, no. Though. But Serena put her hand on her hand for a reason. That, in the, that right was, in the beginning? Like in the beginning when she sat down, she puts her hand on her hand, which is meant to be. Holding her I'm down. I'm going to hold your hand, but that's I, really, well, I'm going to hold you down. I interpret it as, I know she's going to resist because she's pregnant. And this is oh, probably kind of frightening to her. Even to like, I think, I, again, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant, but like, I, I feel like you probably are very protective of your body, especially when you're about to have that baby. And it, I think I would be curious to know what people who are listening thought, because I didn't think, I don't think she was anticipating it to be violent. Well, I will say this, the way they went about it did not. Felt in, like a team. A, yes. It felt like that was all very. Um, team They didn't really care how all that went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I mean. Now, that's an interesting Hmm. Well, because right after, okay, so June, you know, it becomes false labor. Yes. And then June goes, she says something like, uh, hold on, I'm sorry, Mrs. Waterford. Yeah. And she's so oh, smug. Yes. And I, you love it as a viewer. You're like, ha ha. But then Serena, to Serena, she is just enraged. Yes. So I think that is the fuel. And then when she says the thing to Fred, then the Serena and Fred come together and we're like, we hate her. Yep. Let's do it. And it's very like in the moment. And then they like, it felt like a team. Yeah. And then Fred being Fred. 
wilts a little, which you should as a normal human. But, you know, he kind of wilts a little and that's how the end comes. But we're jumping four because there's reason. I know, I know. You know, so, well, well, one. Let's get, just... let's get to here. So we get to, yeah. um, uh, after so we get in the house. The labor after process. June's already set the stage by saying no one knows the things of God. Uh, so, we, you know, she talks about the bed and says, uh, at least this is the last time I have to be in this fucking bed, which you should all know is a bad sign when someone says something definite like that. Right. It's oh. not going to be the last time you're in that bed. Uh, so she goes to the window. She's looking out, having like this peaceful moment with the baby. And then all of a sudden it's like oh chaos. Janine's like all up on her and Lydia's doing her Lydia thing. Can and- I just say I love I loved those moments with Janine, though? It, like I said this last week, Janine's like your friend who got in fights at the bar right. in college. But she just does these little things that like... She just does these best friend things. Every she time does. she does it, it breaks my heart. You love her. I love her. That's a great assessment of Janine. I yes. hadn't thought about her like that. She just gives us like the little hugs. Your friend like comes behind, and is like, "Hey, babe." And she's <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" Like that's your best friend. Oh. Yes. So uh, Emily is there also, and Emily looks unthrilled. Yeah. Uh, with things. Um, but June doesn't look thrilled either. Jill, well, she looked thrilled right before everybody got there when she was yeah, like, "It was a sweet calm before the storm and she moment." Was kind of chill. And then things get very unchill. So um, the house is like all kinds of activity. Yes. And they go into that fucked up ceremony thing yes. that they do. The wives. And so my husband, this is especially important because he hadn't seen season one. So he didn't know about this ridiculous oh, yes. shit that happens when oh. they have a baby. And he's like, what? What are they doing? I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like realizing that he doesn't know what's about to happen. I'm like, well, they kind of simulate it in a weird way. And he's like, what and i'm like i know i know so it was fun to experience it with him having not seen season one and just be like huh huh and i was like oh i saw when i saw her hold her stupid barren womb i just wanted to like (laughs) punch the tv screen i think i shouted this bitch and oh just she her face her face she oh. just looks like the Ma- happiest, the most glowing she's ever looked. Maniacal. And, uh, she's I crazy. Do oh. feel like I'm? I feel like I missed something in that whole scene. Like, was part of her disappointment that she felt like she was being like mocked almost? Like, oh, you thought you were like feeling these birth pains, but you actually aren't because you're not fucking pregnant. No, I think I think her. It's just an like. I think it's just. I think what it is ultimately is it's like one more thing yeah. with mm-hmm. June okay. and her. That is like June <laughs> usurping her, and especially the way like Sarah was saying when she goes in and June's like sitting on the bed cross-legged, just kind of looking at her like, "Oh, sorry, I ruined your cool ceremony." Mm. But she really was happy. Like, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I think she was really in false labor. Oh, I don't think she was faking it. it. Oh, I didn't think she no, faked it at all. Because she was like kind of like going off on Emily, and then was like, "Oh, like like oh, halfway really? cussing her out, and then halfway kind of like being like, ouch. I <laughs> still oh. thought." She you really thought it. she faked it because she was so smug in that scene. She wow. was so smug on the bed. But I, if if you guys think so, I'll go with whatever uh, yeah, you guys think. I thought it, it came I off thought... real to me, but I've never been pregnant. So you tell me whether that looked like genuine labor pains or not. I don't know. Ah, uh, ooh, I don't know. I can't. I didn't. I never felt it. My stomach was, was so outstretched that I couldn't feel labor pains at all. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they would say it would say on the monitor that I was contracting, and I had no idea. What? Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. I know, I know, everyone's like, I've never even heard bitch. of that. I know, I know, I was going to say, everybody's going to be like so mad at me for not like feeling the real pain that I should have felt, but I could It's your consolation couldn't. for carrying two. I guess, <laughs> I know, I know, and I would even see it on the screen and I'd be like, oh, not a thing. Oh, wow, not that's a thing. crazy. 
Nope. So no, I, the thought that she faked that entire thing never crossed my mind. Okay. Like I thought well, she really went into labor and it was really false labor. Yeah. Well, like I said, you, I trust you guys. I just how uh, smug her face was. I thought she oh. was very smug, but I don't. I don't know that I attributed that to like her, like the ultimate like handmade prank where it's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, not really having a baby. You're on candid kid, handmade camera. Uh, <laughs> though, so that was not the impression I got. Um, so. <laughs> We also get to see during this scene, which we didn't get to see last time, which the was men. the men. Ugh. Now, we did get to Gross. finally see a commander who is a man of color, which I thought was very interesting. And like, I totally didn't yeah. see it coming. And there was a conversation I had with someone the previous week on Instagram because we interviewed Bruce Miller. And that was one of the questions somebody was you know, having, mm-hmm. like, why haven't we seen any? And so I did make the point to say, because I looked, because I also had that similar question for him. But I went back and looked at the scene where they blew up the, the bombing scene. Right. And if you look in the crowd, there are several men of color, either African-American or Asian, but several of them. So it's not like they were completely void yeah. of them. But we have not seen any, and I did say this, we haven't seen any where they actually like spoke out loud. Right. Like lines. Said anything. <laughs> so this was really the first one. Um, and so I was, I was interested to see... Whatever I thought about that. I just thought that was kind of a big deal for me because we hadn't seen a man of color actually have a speaking right. part or be presented as someone who was in any position of power up to this point, aside I'm, from I seeing them in the crowd. Though. I mean, like, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do you see a lot of, you know, black men or men of color in leadership at those levels? Right. And, uh, and that was a thing that I did not get a chance to ask him. And that was something that on yeah. the millions of questions that I had for him was, you know, when they were creating, like, what they thought the hierarchy of all this would look like, was that an intentional thing just because of the lack of men of color and power in your normal, you know, current right. political climate? And so, at that level. Right, right at that level. Black men and, you know. And what does he say? He says something that sounds kind of compassionate, right? Like, well, he, I, I guess yeah. he got promoted because his wife got pregnant, and I didn't know, oh, that sounded like right. he got her pregnant, but yes. I... Yeah. yeah. So his that was intriguing. actual wife is pregnant. Right. His actual, yeah, his wife is pregnant. Okay. And I guess that's why he got promoted. And so he doesn't get a handmaid. He said something about they should all be as blessed as we are or something yeah. like that, which Fred didn't take quite the right way. I thought it was, he said it in kind of a way of like, I'm glad I don't have a handmaid because this whole situation is kind of icky. <laughs> Like, oh, I didn't catch that. It was a tone thing, but hmm. maybe I was just hoping that there was a, one commander that wasn't. I mean, if, if anything, I kind of felt like it was once again somebody being a dick to Fred because they know he's because they hate Fred. I know, right? They totally hate Fred. Well, Fred, you saw Fred's like su- fucking like sourpuss face. He's like, man, keep it together. You're like the leader. Right? Why you look so offended? Well, and, hurt. And well then, then who was that motherfucker that came over the old to him? Yeah, and he was like, oh, my handmaid's not yeah, uh, this good is looking. Like, I figure. Uh, I feel like this guy like, is Bwah. like the guy that like. Got into, got into it just because right. that was what everybody yeah. else was doing. Right. Oh, and he's yeah. like, cool, we get to have sex with the young, lady. Young Let's do it. Awesome. Because uh. yeah, he is like inquiring about June because his yes. handmaid is, quote, um, Not that almost, fun. Uh, uh, almost at her expiration date is what he says. Great. And that she's not very much fun anyway. Right. So he asked her how June was because he's been, what do you say? Like, I've been, lo- I've been keeping an eye on her or looking into her or something yeah. like that. And she's better looking than, or not hard to look at or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that. And I was like, who and, is this guy? Yeah, Nick's in the room for that because Nick is, you know, guarding the men. And so he doesn't look too happy about that. As but, you shouldn't be. So then we go into the uh, crazy wife uh, birthing ritual time with Serena. 
looking all euphoric. dressed in white, looking very euphoric. Like yes, the most like euphoric I've seen anyone look probably ever. So I've good never job by her. To her more than that. <laughs> God, she was. In, no, I get it. I I completely I've had back you. Times where I've, I want to like, so I really wanted. I just really want somebody to beat her up in her face. I mean, but here's the thing, though. I think what would hurt her the most is her not getting her baby. Mm. And that's what I thought of. Because, you know, I've always kind of held a little candle for Serena. Right. Remember last season? We were like, who's our favorites? And Justin was gone, and it was like me, you, and Tiana. And we were at Rhea's house, but yep. Rhea wasn't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we yeah. were talking about our favorite characters, and I was like, Serena. I mean, I really think, you know, Serena's going to come through. And I was feeling really good about that decision <laughs> until this episode. And then I was like, Fuck her. Somebody figure out how to not get her that baby because that will hurt her the most. Yep. And then, so after the, the team rape, as I'm going to call it, oh, happened, I thought, what kind of a we'll parent call it something else besides can you possibly something. be? I mean, because I was kind of holding out for her. I thought, well, she really loves the baby and maybe she'll be good to the baby and she really, really loves it and she seems to really, really want it. And then this episode happens and I was like, she is a monster. Somebody get her away from any and all children ever right if she can even conceive of something like that and then follow through with it the way that she did i was like get her in in a prison somewhere like she just like it was just horrific the way that she did it and she was holding her down and then she was looking at fred and it was just the whole thing was just i just but i still felt like she didn't get any satisfaction out of that. I think it, I think it shook her. And I'm giving, I was giving fucking Serena any kind of credit because right. I hate her. But it's there was something because you know how you have you know Serena has her disgusted look, her smug look, her like satisfied. She, she did not have her smug or satisfied look. She had no. her like, I am, um, I'm checking out. I don't know. She had the she had the look of like. This is horrible, and I'm not internalizing it right now. I'm just going to walk out. I don't know. It just, I think it actually shook her. Oh, I think it did, too. I think in the scene, that's kind of obvious, even though it doesn't really matter because she doubles down on it. She has that opportunity to kind of, at least to some extent, stop it or help it or make it not as bad. Well, he had made up his mind. It was just very clear. Well, we keep jumping forward. No, you're fine. All right, Sarah, what we got? Yeah. Um, so Serena was euphoric. Now she's pissed. And then the next scene is with Donnie, the doctor. Oh, that's those right. those of you who Yeah, Orphan are, Black fans. Are, yeah, watch Orphan Black. Um, He's the, the best. Sarah, the, have you, uh, Chris, have you ever watched that show? I haven't. You would love that show. Oh, my god. That show is right up your alley. Because the things that you want to happen to terrible people happen all the time oh, on Orphan Black. So good. And what's, the, yeah. what's the Russian one's name? Oh, I was thinking of her real name, which what, sounds right. What's her character's name? Um... Uh, not Helena. Is yeah, it Helena? Yeah, it is Helena. Yeah. She's the best. <laughs> See, you sir, know, it's you so know good. You know she threaten babies. <laughs> it's so good. You should know threaten babies. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a great show. But anyways, Donnie is a hilarious character on the show, but he plays the doctor in this scene, and he suggests that they wait a week, because Serena is, like, fuming in the doctor's yes. office, and she's like, we need to induce, and she is just, like, bubbling over, and Donnie's like, well, no, we can't. He, he comes there. Comes oh, to the house. really? Yeah, because they're on the bed. That's right. Yeah. No, no. It's house Ugh. calls. It's house calls now. Right. So, anyways, doctor, I'll stop calling him. Although, Donnie. hold on. I want to call Tom because there is one part before this. Whichever part where Lydia just looks at her after June says after. something it's and after. just shakes her head. So, I will say this episode contains the 
the time where I laughed the loudest and was most horrified because I've never laughed so hard as when Lydia just looks at her and just shakes her head like five times like there's something wrong with you girl. She gave you the auntie <laughs> look like the look when you yes. said to your mother and she's like what? Now you know you starting shit now. Why you say that to her like that? You right? know you're about to get yelled at. You know like she had that look at her like girl what are you doing? But it was yeah. like it was like uh, 11 o'clock at night and I'm watching this on the couch and I'm just like ah! <laughs> that was amazing. So, yeah, sorry. I it was pretty perfect. Yeah, and then the, the doctor is there, and, like, Serena's, like, trying to strong arm the situation so bad. And then she's, he's like, no, we got to wait a week. And you can just see Serena just just boiling over this. Now, do you think that is a legitimate we need to wait a week? Or do you think that is a – because he, he showed a little sympathy to June last year when she was there and, you know, trying – offering, I guess, as much as we could call that sympathy, um, offering to get her pregnant. And kind of being a little nicer to her than your average person in Gilead up to that point. So I'm just wondering if that's a legitimate, like, we need to wait a week, or is that for the benefit of June, who because he knows that she's in a shitty situation? I don't know. I don't want to give him that much credit. He did have a reason. Technically, he said that because of the bleeding that she had a few months before. Right. So... I don't know. I don't want to give him that much credit. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna vote All no. Right. I think he legitimately thought because yeah. she'd. Had he is all a that man. He is a man in Gilead, so he loses a lot of credibility. Well, and then June takes her last jab and was like, "Yeah, we shouldn't see each other ever again." Or oh, something that's like right. That. And then I think we've seen quite enough of each other. Yeah. <laughs> so June, June, bleh, June goes down to meet with Fred and tries in her most like flirty way that she can summon with him that she wants to get transferred to Hannah's district and Fred like hardens on her immediately and is like I can't indulge you I've spoiled you you know kind of like I can't even believe you had the nerve to ask this question and now I'm very aware of the fact that I need to put you in your place like it was very like unexpected from Fred because usually she can manipulate him I don't know. She's been able to trick him before. Fred has this thing, though, which we've seen with her one other time. I forget when it was. Maybe a couple other times. And with Serena, where if he feels like they're telling him what to do, he loses his shit. And she did say that one comment of, if it's within your power. power. Yes. And then he turns. Who are you to tell me? Yes. Yeah, that seems to be like his trigger of somebody like, like, you're not the boss of me. Right. You know, yeah, it's like, I want to be like, Fred, is that all you took from that? Like, are you really <laughs> right? Like, are you that mad? Like, can you just calm down for just a minute? Because there's nothing, she's not even trying to, like, comment on your power. You're just being a little bitch right now. I know. Yes. Like, nobody is challenging you right now. She's she's basically kicking, like, kissing your ass, right? right? She's licking your boot. Right. Just soak it in and then say no. Why are you all defensive? Right? Fred, and he's terrible at everything. Because he's got close set eyes. God, he's awful. <laughs> Nikki even commented on that one. Did she? Yes, <laughs> about his close set eyes. She's like, you can't try. That was hilarious. So then June kind of loses it. Like, yeah. she's going to walk out, but then she's like, well, I guess I got nothing left to lose, yeah. so let me tell I you what like, I really feel. Oh. And we were like, oh. So yeah, she basically said, I think the line goes something to the effect of, uh, you uh, don't know what it's like to be a father and... Of your own <gasps> baby. I have a child in the and blood. never will. Boom. Oh. Drops the bomb. I mean, I was kind of like, woo, 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 right. woo. And then I was like, that's a death sentence for yes. Nick. Thank you for nothing, June. <laughs> right. I know. Yes. That's a death. He know. He already fucking he knew. knew. Right. right. But he now knew. it's a confirmation. But now we're putting a 
rub um, stamp on it, just so you know, official. Uh, it just went as bad, as worse as I mean, up to this point, like Serena told him last season, at the end of the season, basically yeah. that you know God wouldn't let you be a father because you're too weak. And then Nick's kind of alluded to it when they were having their uh, pre Eden and Nick getting it on thing, where they were drinking. And he's like, I hope to have a child of my own someday, the one that June is pregnant with. Um, and so, yeah, it's. I don't remember that. Oh yeah. That was because that was before him and Eden were supposed to like have sex for the first time. Oh. Right. Yeah, we don't talk about that scene. But <laughs> yeah, that happened. Still mad. I'm still mad that he has all his limbs. I just want to clarify and bring it up again. It's okay. He should have lost a limb in that explosion. You're right. Or an eye. But he's walking with a cane. Not anymore. Yeah. No. Not anymore. He appears to have you know healed from those injuries. I hate him. You should hate them. I think that's the point. Of this entire episode. Yeah. We still could have hated him like one less limb. Anyway. Now where? Um, They have this weird conversation in the greenhouse about making the baby come sooner that is clearly fueled by their mutual hatred of June. And Serena comments that the most natural way is best. And that was right when I realized that they were going to rape a pregnant woman that had been raped by them by for months yes but this is like a brutal violent rape as opposed right. to a dead-eyed kill me now but i'm gonna power down into my happy place rape. right so Thinking we get as a job like emily said at the beginning of the episode right yeah right. so kind of keeping on with that same theme and the because the, the episode is titled the last ceremony right so it's all about the ceremony and so this is a different version of the ceremony where she <laughs> is uh because even the way they set it up is awful like Ew. rita has to go and get her I guess, I you know, and bring her in there. And so there's this awful rape scene that we've already kind of discussed. We have. So So we can move forward. um, So here's what I think about this whole thing. I was discussing this today. So here's what they did to us, right? They did to us. Uh Because here's the whole point of this show. And when Bruce Miller, it didn't really dawn on me until after I talked to him. So, like, we were talking about just the way they shoot the show uh, from a camera standpoint, that you're pretty much getting the story and the viewpoints of June. Like, you're supposed to view it all as she is viewing it, and you only know what, basically, she knows until you, like, get in with other characters. But everything is kind of from her viewpoint. So, basically, what they've done through this whole entire, really, first season to this season is they built us these monsters, right, of Mm -hmm. Serena and Fred. And then this season, they kind of let you into the hearts and minds of the monsters so that you would kind of feel something for the monsters. Especially Serena. They went heavy Serena with us to kind of make you feel like, oh, maybe she's not so bad. And maybe she does feel all these things. And she's, oh, look at all these terrible things that happened to her. But ultimately, I think this episode is to remind you, regardless of all the terrible shit that has happened, nothing is black and white, right? The monsters and the terrible people of the world that do terrible things to other people probably did have sad things happen to them or good things happen to them or have moments where they were you know, helpful to someone else or had a relationship with someone else that was awesome, right? But in the end, the decisions that they chose to make and the path that they chose to take is a terrible one. And I think that is what this is to remind you of is that the the good and evil in someone and the way that it ultimately plays out does not necessarily, isn't necessarily a black and white thing. There's no, you know, ultimately terrible, horrible, evil person. There's always these shades of gray within Hmm. everybody's history and, you know, past that could, like, if you knew someone else's story that was like a serial killer, but you didn't know that's who they were talking about and you heard all this stuff about them, 
And then you found out, oh, yeah, and that guy killed 25 people. That would change the way you viewed them. But, like, if you just got Serena's story up to this point without knowing anything that she had done outside of that, you would be like, oh, she, you know, she was, that's terrible that she got shot. You know, it's all, she had (laughs) all these things happen to her. And, you know, she was being subjugated just as much as the other women in this society. But ultimately, I think this episode was really to drill home the fact that these are awful people that did, that made the decision to not only overthrow the American government, but to choose to do this new society in a way that completely subjugated anyone that wasn't in their, you know, sphere of influence and who they thought was the power elite for them. And so I think it's interesting because that's the same thing that they do with June, right? It's the same thing that happens with her. Like, she sees them all as terrible, horrible monsters. And then this season, like, she has this connection with, you know, early on she has the connection with Fred, but he turns the corner and goes pretty early. But she gets this relationship with Serena, and so she starts feeling kind of the same way that we do because we're supposed to feel it the same way she is. So they have very, very, very craftily made us feel the same way June has and gotten us comfortable with Serena, the human being, only to come back to this episode and to go, reminder, she's a terrible person who decided to do terrible things to terrible people. And so I thought that was very interesting just looking back on it and going, ah, you bastards you got us even though you like we talk about so much about how they build this up to break us down and like we yeah. see it coming all the time but this was like a kind of a long play of like the whole character arc of everybody on this show just really kind of buying into serena and it's really focused on serena because this season has been very serena heavy so i just thought that was really interesting looking at that and going that's kind of the same emotional arc that i think june goes through and you know to the point where she's like i hate them all but then she starts getting this connection and she learns more about serena and all these things i don't know it was just very interesting to me to really extrapolate the big picture out of that as far as the story goes the last episode was really intriguing because she does get an out and you get the sense that some somewhere whatever happened she has steeled herself to the point where even if she has i mean literally she's offered to go to hawaii you know, um, and a baby, but it's not as close to her to happening as this baby. And so I think at the core of it all, on an intellectual level, she understands that women should be able to read, obviously, because she totally overrode that whole situation when Fred was sick. And she knows that women can do things really well um, because she let June in on it, too. And June was a great editor and she was a great writer. And so, like, on an intellectual level, she understands. But she, but it's a means to an end for her. So, like, it doesn't matter if you're a great writer or a great reader or a great editor or whatever. That's great. Good for you. But it's about babies. Like, Serena is so singularly focused that almost any horrific thing could happen. But if it meant that she could get a baby, so be it. You know, like, that's sort of the thing. Because you do see these moments where you're like, okay, she knows. She knows that women can do things. She let the OBGYN come in. Oh, yeah, and I never even doubted that she... See, I thought she thought, oh, women are simple and we, you know. Well, you think about how they painted her picture, painted the picture of who she was before then. I mean, she wrote a book. She was actually, I think, a lot more visible... Then Fred, it she seemed was. like Fred was her assistant, and then things got switched around mm-hmm. once this, you know, um, rule of law got established. But it was pretty apparent to me that she knew her what her capabilities were. But oh, I agree, sure. like she's just like focused on this baby. Which doesn't is matter. And Which I think is, I mentioned this. Like, nothing matters. Last time we talked, like in the last season, like is it? 
I I used to think it was a commentary on, or partially a commentary on, like, kind of the baby craze of our generation. Like, babies are sort of in a lot of ways, like, a status symbol. and Right. But I don't think it's gone way far away from that now. Yeah, that, that's the part that I haven't really, and I know I make this point all the time, like, I just can't imagine any scenario where anything happens where I'm like, you know what? If we're going to save the human race, screw all these people. We're going to do this terrible thing. I just, I, I, I can't just be even. like, we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Let's yeah. pack it in. We tried. Mother Nature wins every time. We'll be like dinosaurs. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> we had our good run. Yeah, we did okay. Yeah, we we did screwed right. it up, but you know, we, we tried. <laughs> we tried. What it do you think really... people are going to think of this? Because I think there was so many people that... I took a poll this week, and I kind of did it on purpose, so I apologize to all my social media people out there. The Israeli trailer came out, which <laughs> kind of gave away the fact that Serena and Fred were about to do this terrible thing. So then I was like, okay, so who else ultimately is going to help June and do something that we don't really expect and see coming? So I put uh, Lydia, Emily, Janine, I put a couple more, but Lydia was like the runaway favorite. Like mm-hmm. 98% of the people were like, Lydia is going to do something to help June out ultimately. So I thought that was really interesting. Not even Nick. I was like above Nick. That was above everybody. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And I think to, I think they're basing that just off of that last interaction with her where she was, we kind of got this little crack of a window into Lydia's soul with the talking about her sister's baby that died. Yeah. And how it wasn't her yeah. fault. And people's brains exploded on that because yeah. there were so many posted like, what does that mean? I was like, I, right? don't, I don't know what it means. I know. Right? right? I know. Was she a doula? I, I don't know. I don't know. Four days old? She clearly she blames her. It's like somebody, she blames herself even though she knows it's not her fault. She carries right. some kind of guilt from that, obviously, all these years later. Aunt Lydia, now that she's not at the Red Center, we're just getting this whole mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. view of her. It's cool. Yeah. It's like, I, and you know, it's so funny all along, my, whenever we watch the show, Elliot's like, I love Aunt Lydia. And I'm like, how? Why? He's <laughs> like, really? I think he also just appreciates her acting. Right. Like, she's yeah. just yeah. so good. Right. He's Character. like, there's really something is. about her, though, that, like, I really like. Yeah. Well, well it's kind of like you said earlier. She's got that, like, aunt protective vibe of, like, you know you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. You know you shouldn't have did that. But you know it's out of protective love. Yeah. It's yeah. not like your aunt just coming down on you because right. your aunt right. hates you. You're like, I know. Like, when your aunt does that, like, if you say something's like, sassy to your mom and then your aunt looks at you like you know you shouldn't have done mm-hmm. that like that sort of thing and you're like i know aunt lydia i know <laughs> right. but i'm in a bad mood and she's been giving me crap all week you know like you and just then have you those leave moments. and then she'll talk to your mom and be like you should, should be so hard on her right you know, like she <laughs> ultimately has her back <laughs> when she said the, when she said the line i would never let anything happen to a baby i was like oh she's yes. like for real she'll crack some like, skulls like she's yep. gonna cut somebody like Yes. But yeah, I mean, like, if you haven't watched, that scene is really, it's it's really upsetting. Because, I mean, it just really encapsulates the, well, the violence, but also that power piece of it. Right. And, like, the fact that he, he got a lot of pleasure out of it. Yeah. In a really just disgusting, terrifying way. Yep. I couldn't that and that's when I when I saw Serena's face I was like she is 100% disturbed right now. She mm-hmm. she was disturbed by what was happening. But I don't they gave her an out. They wrote in an out yep. with June's arm kind of coming off the yep. mattress and she had the opportunity to kind of let stop. it go or stop it or do something and she this doubled down and threw it back down. 
And that's that's the point where you're like, okay, there's no coming back. There's nothing that you can show me from a flashback of Serena at that point that can really undo a pregnant rape. Nope. No, I really thought that um, I thought that June was gonna get out of it. I thought she was gonna like smack somebody and. No, I knew that was gonna. Happen. No, I guess I'm just. I was no, I was hoping because I I got this. There's there's something. Rita's gonna do something crazy uh-huh. toward, and I really was They're hoping that at this up. point this was gonna be it. I really thought she might burst in like her and like I was thinking like you like her and Nick because she's screaming right. Yeah, and so I, you're uh, thinking that hears her. exactly. I was you hoping maybe it was gonna be that. Rita but, just comes in with the knife, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kill Bill. Like, what if we find like, out? Yeah, we find out Rita, her past life was actually, she was like some like, like an, martial arts uh, yeah. master. She studied like in the, the hills of the Himalayas, <laughs> the mountains. Rita, Rita, Rita's backstory, that's what I want. I'm mixing up like Westworld. That's fine. That, I, I told you, Westworld we need a mashup. We need hands a. Ma- handmaids. That's what we need. We need Thandie Newton's character from oh. Westworld to come. And just find, just stumble upon Gilead. What if Tandy Newton was in? Oh my God! <laughs> what if she amazing. was in Handmaid's next year? That oh, that great. would be crazy. Um, but not only that, but internet. my my head immediately went to these people cannot be parents. Like they are mentally ill, deranged human beings. They cannot be anywhere near a child. They can't say the word child. Like. That was where my head immediately went because yeah, they're super they can't fucked. Say the word child. They can't. No, like they not even can't utter the word child. Can't think about children because you know earlier you're like, all right, they're kind of messed up. The child's gonna have a weird life, but they love them or her or whatever. Like oh, there's a little love, you know, nothing's perfect. And then this happened, and I was like, no, no, no. Well, like, Serena, Serena's like your. Manipu- like your friend has a really manipulative mom right you know? like you meet her mom yes. and you think like wow your mom is so beautiful and she puts you in like charm school and then you know private school and you are a figure skater and then you find out that she's deranged and when you go she's over crazy. to her house she, she she like only gives you carrots to eat or I was just gonna say you know like and then says something passive aggressive like well I don't I know you don't often eat carrots but you should now and you're like, like what cause you're seven and you don't understand passive aggression and you're like I wanted I peanut said, butter and jelly Right. Look at your friend like, wow, this is why you're so skinny. Right. It's not because you're a skinny child. You're no. being starved by your evil, beautiful mother. And when I don't have any real, I'm I, I'm like taking a collection of mothers and, and right. exaggerating. I don't have any deranged right. mother friends. Sorry. All your friends are listening to this like, what the hell? Like, is it my mom? <laughs> right. No, um, but, and that's one thing. And that sucks, definitely. But this rape thing is a whole nother thing. Yeah. Cause at first, like you said, like I thought that's the kind of mom she would be, which like I said, so not great. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts, but it's not raping mom. Like right. that is different. And they should be imprisoned for yes. that. Like, I just wonder though, like, and I'm not making excuses, but the, it's just like, like the, the baby focus though. It's like, it doesn't matter what we have to do at this point. I just think this baby and well, that, then everything is okay. And that's why I think that's what they did. They, they made they they let you in. You can justify and you, anything. You though. felt like you were like, oh, okay, now I see why she wants a baby. I get, you know, we're in the head of Serena. And it's like, okay, I can sympathize. And then you no. get to this, and you're like, but but wait a minute, I was just feeling, uh, and this is it. You're like insane. there's there's no coming back from this for this character. There, you are a sociopath. Yes. Can, can we also talk about the way motherhood looks after the handmaid has a child and hands it over? The mother that one her one of her friends. She never looked happy. I know. She never looked happy to have that baby. No. She looked 
angry the entire time. Yeah. And even and when annoyed. the baby was sick, there, she didn't want to hold the baby. Yeah. She didn't she didn't connect to the child like did, a mother would. Yeah, I did read an interesting thing on Facebook about that this week where somebody posted um and I think it was someone who was kind of probably our age, kind of middle age, who never had children and was thinking, you know, was uh Lady Putnam, as we'll call her. Uh, oh, as yes. we are wont to do. Lady um, Putnam. Was she just someone that didn't ever want to have kids yeah. and just had this forced upon her because the society said this is what your role is supposed to be? And she didn't really have a choice. It was either that or end up, you know, being a Martha or in the, in colonies, the colonies or in, you know, as a handmaid. And so it just kind of making this point of, you know, people are looking at her like, oh, you're this terrible mother. You're this, ter- you don't want this baby. You're being treating this baby terribly. But it could be this whole other side of the fact that she didn't want this baby to begin with. And, even when we interviewed Ever Carradine, who was like, she just doesn't have any maternal instincts at all, yeah. period. And so it was an interesting conversation to be had because I hadn't really thought about that necessarily, that maybe she was just someone that didn't want to have kids. But I never thought of that when either. you get in this society, this is that's, it's that or nothing, right? Where are we off to now? So Eden and the neon guard make out. Oh, yes. I forgot all about this scene. In the in the Home garden man. or whatever. They're, they're just in. outside. Yeah. Isaac. Isaac don't care. Like a fucking teenager. Isaac's, right? Right? Isaac's like 20. Just... It's, still, it's a little better. It's 20 and 15. It's still not cool. Like no. in real life. No. No. But it's better than... Do we than... know his age? Yeah, because the only reason we know roughly is because Rita yeah. says there's a 20-year-old kid down there that can knock me out and no one will say boo. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and say Rita knows what she's talking about. So He's 20-ish. 20-ish. He's yeah, young. He looks like he's never seen a girl before in his life. I know. Do you that... That, like, Especially look. if he was into Eden, because she has no personality Wowzers. at all. No, and so he's Poor like, Eden. man, I get. That was well, another... he's just like, <laughs> he's the dumb guy at the bar. It's like this girl's talking to me, and right? I might be able to take her home because she's really drunk. I think I'm, I'm ugly love. and awkward. Did you say strawberries? I like strawberries. Why <laughs> oh, you want to make a pie? Yeah, so oh, I, you like me? I, I honestly thought they were going to stop the kiss. Like I didn't think it was going to happen. Like I thought she was going to do one of those pull away things. She's but fifteen. She, she is clearly yeah. Well, there's that factor. There's the teenage factor. And then there's the fact that she's like, Nick is not giving me, not only, yeah. uh, again, not only is Nick, like, not trying to have sex with her, which I get. I get it. I get it. Because it's t- no. terrible. It's got to gross him out. But no. I'm, I'm in Tim's camp where I'm like, bro, we got to shine it on a little bit. Right. We got to yeah. at least Something. Pretend. Something, man. Like, just, like, just look at her. Tell her you like the I'm color yellow. I'm glad you know her favorite like, color is yellow. That's something. That right. You, it, but. Because te- the teenager can get by on just. Just pats on the head, right? right? And like exactly. a flower. If you brought her a flower every day, like one time, bring her one a flower. Time, should a be flower. great. A but, flower. But her self-esteem is like in the dumps, and I don't know if you've ever felt bad about yourself and made a bad decision. <laughs> but I think that was what made her motivated yes. to do the Isaac thing. I don't think she was super attracted to Isaac, but she is feeling like absolute garbage because. They had that conversation. Was this after the conversation? No, no, this was after I, they made out. Yeah, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, so they they kiss because she's feeling like really down about herself because Nick wants nothing to do with her. He's not even slightly pretending that no. she is a human being in the room, right. let alone his wife. It's just sort of funny because I feel like Nick can't help himself. He's so withdrawn. He de- he didn't care about anything before all this happened. They made that very clear right. in his backstory that Nick never gave a shit. Yeah. Nick yeah. still, well, Nick cares a lot now, but 
his demeanor will always be. If I don't have to care, I'm just not gonna fucking him care. Him walking, right. off, him walking June into the house was the most like nurturing, caring thing. Aside from them making out in the hospital, where they apparently thought no one could see them, which made me insane. Um, I know that was like the most like warm, tender moment he's had, and in like the worst possible time. So uh, it's just Nick is bad decision. I've gotten at least two comments this week about why did your show hate Nick so much? And I will say, this oh. year, this year we have come off way yeah, off of the Nick Yeah, we've been loving Nick. Yes, yes. Way off. If we stopped calling Nick him Hayden, worthless you are, Nick. You need to go. In the beginning. That's why I said I, we took away his worthless title. He's yeah. been doing good. I really turned the corner on him. He's he still does better. stupid, brotastic Bone, things. Boneheaded shit. Because he can't help it. Because like, he's a bonehead. Like, I, somebody got mad at me because I got mad because he said I love you <laughs> last week. After whatever June was talking about, but it, my point was he always does the dude thing, which is always turns it right back to him. It, yeah. Whatever happens, no matter what happens, it has to go. But I also love you. I love okay, you. thank you, Nick. Yeah, thank you. That does us no good right now. I'm Duh. glad that you June knows you love you. You both love each other. We've established that. <laughs> when you give her doughy eyed looks right in front of your wife, not doughy eyed, doe eyed looks in front of your wife. Do- Let's call him doughy eyed. Yeah, because that just is I a mean, way Nick better is, visual. It does. Fucking smoldering. I think he's hot. Really? Still, yeah, I do. Oh, I'm not a fan. You disagree. You're not a fan of the Minghella. No. Um, Have you heard him talk? <laughs> Wait, you mean as a as a human? Uh, yeah, like, like his a... real voice. <laughs> no, is okay, it better? I'm gonna, play, I'm gonna put. Oh yeah, I don't know. He <laughs> can't. He can't even compete with no, no, OT. No, 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 no. Yeah, you have OT, no idea. OT. When I that's so, Luke. So he, he they was... they like open Luke's shirt. They know what Did you Luke know? looks like. I posted this video on Facebook. Did you know that he wears a prosthetic like torso? Because he's so ripped and they don't want him to be so ripped that they put a prosthetic don't torso. Don't he has Wait, like who? dad bot. Wait. OT fake Benley that plays Luke. Wait. Are you June's husband? Are you serious? Did you see Super that? hot. Did you see that video? <laughs> no. So that is a video he that posted. Makes me so happy. He posts this video on Twitter, and I'm like, what the? F-? So it's just him in this chair. Wait, wait, wait. And they, and they show him like doing some prosthetics. I'm like, what is he even? And they, he rips off this prosthetic torso, no, so he has like dad way. bod. No way. And he's just like a six pack. Oh, and I'm like, no. I was like, are you serious right now? We've got because I even posted track. on Twitter. I was like. Oh, look at it. OT making everybody feel bad about themselves. Oh, <laughs> like, come on. Of course That's he does. That's hilarious. No, honestly, of course he does. I think they're both hot in their own no. special way. But do listen you know to I mean? me, Sarah. I think OT puts them to shame. I, really I think do. they're just like separate types of hot. When I listen to, I Fair. made Nikki listen to it. Nikki, you know, like watches the show and doesn't necessarily care as much as we care about the show. But I was like, I need you to listen to Nick's real voice. And she listened. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, right, for real. Like, when I posted, I was like, if you want to hear what satin sheets sound like, no, this is it. No. You think I'm joking. I'm going to play you this interview. It, dude, dude's voice is like. No, he's hot. He, the, uh, well, he's just like the guy. He's he's the he's the man of my 20s, the guy that I liked that was just, like, totally withdrawn and was not interested at all. Uh-huh. Those those motherfuckers drew me in. Like, no one's going to work business. at? Oh, my God. <laughs> like. I think I'm 30 and I'm probably still stuck on some of the mugs. Just like, you were just so mis- You never gave me anything. Mysterious. I just want to like know. Like can't figure them out. Just like aloof. Like I'm just not interested in you. You're like I love you. Like playing hard to get. Worse than hard that, to get though. works Nick, on you. Like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I get that. 100. <laughs> percent I'm just drawn to it. Sarah's a fan of the uh, vengeful murderous type. It's terrible. Yes, I do love me some. Uh, <laughs> What's the word? Vigilante. Vigilante. Vigilantes. Any vid- so Eden makes out with uh, yes. Isaac. And I will say for, you know, I felt kind of good for her. 
because that was like a good moment for her. I know, because you that's the other thing. Like happy. people hate this character. Really? And I mean, hate her. Really? Hate. Oh, Eden? I didn't oh know my god. That. She just from what the thing about is she reminds you. Uh, she's a collection of all things fifteen. <laughs> right? She's a collection of your awfulness Awkward. at fifteen. She's a collection of your friends. <laughs> Awfulness at 15. Everyone's projecting. Basically, like, it's like you watch it and you're just like, oh, I remember when I, like, but yeah, thought that way, you people, know? People do not. I think because they know they're not supposed to trust her. Because oh, yeah. Because she totally read the letters because she pretty can totally obvious. read. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and my whole point is, like, of all the people, like, there, there's a limited number of human beings within the walls of Gilead that you can say, this is not your fault. And she is, like, literally the only one we've encountered <laughs> so far where I can go. I'm sorry for you. You're a victim of circumstance. You're a victim yeah. of just this happening. And even being married to Nick, you are a victim of circumstance. Like, at least she went to Nick where who isn't a terrible guy. Because who knows what else she could have gotten within yeah, that truly. situation. I mean, obviously she doesn't know that. But, I, yeah. So I don't get the hate for her at all. Because she's, like, the only character that exists within the society that I'm like, okay, I'll give you a break. Because she's I'm, irritating. I'm very indifferent to her. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're you're here. I forgot. <laughs> Oh, you, you're talking again? Okay. Mm-hmm. What what ridiculous shit are you going to say? But it doesn't make me mad. I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. are you done yet? Can we get back to the grown-ups? Or what are the grown-ups right. doing? Can we do that? Well, let's talk about what the grown-ups are doing. So Nick doesn't give a shit. Nick is watching them make out <laughs> from the balcony. Smoking a cigarette. I know. <laughs> he was probably like, you go, kid. Yeah. I know. He was practically <laughs> like, get good him, for you. <laughs> I was like, waiting for him to go, hey, Isaac. Give yeah. Fist bump. <laughs> right? But then my actually my immediate thought was get off the balcony. She's gonna see you. You're gonna have to talk to her. And you know you don't want to talk to her. Same. <laughs> but guess like, what? Even when she came in confessing her sins, asking for forgiveness, he was like You good? It's cool. Right. Just just stop talking. What did he say? Oh, I didn't write it down. It was like it was like you're fine right? or something. Yeah. Was, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. I know. And you know Tim was going nuts. He was like, come on, man. <laughs> Give her something. Right? She's freaking out. I was oh. laughing so hard. I'm like, Nick. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> just just go part. back. And again, I don't feel, I feel bad for her because I'm, you know that she has like no idea what to think because right. she's been groomed to like, this is your husband. This is, a, you know, and Nick is like none of the things that she has ever been like taught to know that she's going to happen for the rest of her life. Like she's thinking she's going to get this guy who's going to like that she's supposed to like take care of and do all these things. And it's uh, just funny because I almost feel like, I mean, she is a 15 year old girl. Part of me is just like, Nick, this is all fucked up. You got to be with this girl. Why don't you just sit down to her and be like, once upon a time, men did not sit with 15 year olds. And I'm just adjusting to new life. I'm adjusting to this new life where I have to be with you. Like why he didn't, why couldn't he just say like, this is hard. I'm going to figure it out eventually. But, like, let me just tell you of a time where, like, this wasn't the way it is. Right. And it's not you. Like, we can be homies. Let's, like, bake a cake. We'll eat it. I right. And, like, play I would some give checkers. Un- I would give untold amounts of money for Nick to say we can be homies in this show. <laughs> no, but she has a great point. I didn't think about that. Like, I feel like they why could... couldn't he sit with her and just be like, hey, this is no, weird. Can we just, like, hang out? Like, I, I know, like. I didn't even just... know we were going to get married until, like. When you walked out on the stage, how was that group marriage stage thing not weird for you? Like, he could have just been real with her and been like, how fucking weird is this, but like, this shit? And then she's 15, so she's pretty impressionable. impressionable. Yeah, she'd be like, yeah, that was pretty weird. I got married in a group as a surprise. Yeah. Like, that was fucking weird. Like, like she hasn't brainwashed, but they just have, she has nothing else to do. Right? 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 What, what they could... There's nothing else to do. She could just be Nick's friend. They can hang out and talk about stuff and, like I said, play checkers or cards. Well, and I, 
I think the only thing I can attribute it to is that the fact that no one in Gilead knows who to trust for the anything else. Because at any point she could, you know, because she's already talked, she's already laid the foundation for his Nick a gender traitor. And we all thought yeah. that maybe that was what she was going to use in case things went south that, to get Nick in True. trouble, right? But part of me just feels like she just wants something from him. Right. Right. Oh, Which yeah. I think if he's if he was smart enough, he would just give her something. Right. You know, or and just make something pacified. up. Yeah. I mean, I, I think she'd be, she would be chill. Because like, at least think he's paying attention to me. I don't think he's capable. He isn't. No. And he's not even willing to put forth that much effort, <laughs> that small effort that you just mentioned, like a conversation. I don't even think he's willing to put forth that much effort. No. I really don't. Well, I think Nick knows he's dead. I think Nick knew he was dead when he, when he published the letters or when he gave I, the letters to. I didn't think that at first, and that's the only out that I will give the people that are mad at me for telling, getting mad at Nick because he said I love you. Like, if that's really like his thinking, and it's like the last time he thinks yeah. he can tell her that he loves her, and that's the way he feels, then okay, mm-hmm. but, that makes sense. But yeah. I'm kind of in your mindset too, of because the limited number of people that were on that trip and the timing of the letters coming out. Really only points to Nick. Right. Because there wasn't anybody else there. And there was clearly some time that he was unaccounted for. Correct. Or else he would not have been able to make it to the bar. And one of the other points I made on, I think, Facebook when I was talking about it was uh, the Canadian or the American person talks about how they have sources in Gilead uh, that kind of works both ways. So I'm guessing that the Gilead folks might have some people in Little America or in the Canadian realm, even if they're just like sympathizers with what Gilead has going on mm-hmm. that are feeding them information. So if they think they know something or gotten wind of, you know, some who turned in the letters that, you know, that, that kind of stuff works both ways. It's not just the American people that can put people on the inside of Gilead. It, Gilead could send somebody up to Canada and easily, yeah. you know, start their own little spy network of trying to figure out what is going on with them. So I am kind of on your boat where I don't, I've tried to softly because there is a hardcore team Nick, and they I'm are team Matt ve- now. and they do not want Nick to be dead. But oh wait, what does team Nick mean? Is team that means Nick you want Nick you- and June to get together. Oh no! So there's team Nick no. and team Luke. No, I'm oh team no! Luke. You're team Luke all I'm the way. All Luke, absolutely. So I posted our interview with him this week, in which I hadn't listened to it yet because Jennifer White did him for us, um, where he talks about how there was only one team, and that is the team of getting this family back together and all this stuff and i was like that is amazing so I posted, and i put it posted the quote of it on the side of the picture that i put up so people would be like what it's like yeah there's a lot of team nick people there's people that like don't care about luke at all what? could not give what? a care no do not how no. because after last season when you watch them together i don't know there, there's hannah like i know right getting about hannah yes speaking of hannah yeah so in the next scene, what happens is, so they have their little, like, fight or whatever, and, you know, Eden's all... Upset. Yeah. And then it, it goes to, I, I believe the very next scene is uh, Fred. So but, he sends uh, yeah. June and uh, Nick on their way, and he kisses her on his for- on her forehead, Blech. which is the creepiest shit ever. And then he's like, you deserve this. You deserve this. this. As though to say, well, since I just brutally raped you at eight months pregnant or nine months pregnant... I'm going to let you go see your daughter. But No, whenever, did you hear how he said, I have a surprise for you? It was that same crazy pitch in his voice when he shot that man. Oh, that's now interesting. Now you do. It was the same <laughs> strange. Yeah, you're right. You knew, I knew there was nothing but terrible things was going to come right. from that. So let's just run down this whole scene. So basically what happens is she meets Hannah and then they leave and then other guardians show up and Nick gets taken. 
Mm-hmm. So we are, I think, to her to assume that Fred set them up. Even though he gave her the ability to see Hannah, he basically got Nick out of the picture because he's the only one that knew where they went. So the only way those guardian dudes would have really known that they were there is if somebody tipped them off. Right, and so, it was yeah. a pretty desolate area. Right. I mean, it was a big house. What that house was, though? What was that supposed to be? I think it was just a house. An abandoned house. Yeah, like... Because they've basically taken over everything, and there's not enough of them to take up all the, you know, sprawling, fantastic houses of the greater Boston area. So I think it was just an empty house that they knew they had access to. Hmm. Because when... I'm sure there's a bunch of oh, those, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, that's one that somebody didn't pick on the... Uh, what? On What's the... Oh, oh, I forgot the name. What did we call our show? What's the show where you pick three houses and then you you go oh, to that's Vermont? Right. House Hunters? House Hunters. That's right, Gilead House Hunters. That's you know some that's, that's one thought? nobody picked. I wonder if it was one of those one of the people that they like killed in the purge or something. Might have. When and basically it's not in Boston proper. It's so isolated. Yeah, it's like two hours away or something. So I bet you they didn't want that house because they can't be close to like right. loaves and fishes and all that right. sort of stuff. Like it's not convenient given uh, like the lifestyle of Gilead and all the organic and all that sort of crap. So if you live too far away, it becomes yeah. Your handmaid can't walk at the store, right? Yeah, and because they walk everywhere. That's interesting. Yeah, because it was like a everything in the house was covered. Right. right. It wasn't like it was just like left, like right. walked away from. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, if, hmm. I, maybe I'm reading too much into like. Well, maybe they, they walked by there, there to see if they could steal some stuff. But know. either way, anyway. you get the impression that Fred chose that particular yes. location. Fred chose the location set Nick. to set up Nick to get taken away. So you see Hannah playing with her. Which is the, uh, the uh, subversive part of the You Deserve This, by the way. Right, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you see Hannah playing with her Martha. Yeah. It's not her parents. No, it's her Martha. Okay. And then you realize, like, almost immediately, like, like, right when they panned in on her and she was okay and everything was okay, I was like, she's not going to remember her. Or she's going to be mad at her. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that it was going to be something much more gut-wrenching than than yeah. what I was expecting. And I even said it to Tim out loud because he was like, they're going to hurt Hannah. And I was like, no. No, they're, they're not. Gonna they're going to hurt June through Hannah Man. because Hannah's you, either going to pretend like she doesn't know who she is or be really upset with her or just something just awful. And I just knew it right away. And I was like, oh, crap. I didn't know it before then. But once right. I saw Hannah was okay and I knew it wasn't going to be like a we're going to hurt mm-hmm. Hannah thing, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I don't think they could have gotten away with that this no, episode. I no, I would, and that's I would not stop their watching style. The show. No. Yeah. <laughs> right, and it's not their style this was either. Your, uh, this was the one-two physical trauma, emotional trauma. All in one episode kind yeah. of deal. Oh my god! I, yeah, I kind of don't even have words for that. Scene. It was so horrible. It was so horrible. I knew it was coming, and then it came, and it was still devastating. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just like <laughs> sobbing, like no and words, sobbing. right? Yeah, like I just couldn't. And once you start, you can't stop. Nope. And so, and then it just got worse because then Hannah is like, "Did you try to find me?" Oh. And you're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> And you can see, like, the panic in her face because mm-hmm. she knows she only has two minutes. And so she's like, I did try very hard. And you're like, oh. <laughs> Because Hannah clearly doesn't understand the situation. Yes. And then she's like, you're pregnant. And you're like, oh. But Hannah, did, Hannah yeah. did know that you don't get to keep it, though. Yeah. That, that was that was like a shining light in that little conversation. She has understanding a lot of what's happening. And yeah. so I didn't know. Well, clearly, she's got a Martha. So that means she's with a family. At least mm, I yes. think. Now, she could, because I think that was a big question last season, what because... Happens, where are the kids? Right. Now, somebody did point out something in the picture 
This is what I love. I love fandoms so much. Uh, so when they when Serena takes June and makes her basically watch her interact with her child to hang it over her head, the woman that comes out with her is dressed in all black. And apparently, and I remember this just because there's some parts of the book I don't remember, the women that wear all black in the book are widowers, are widows. So that would just be a single woman that did not have a child that they have placed her with. Now, I don't know if that is necessarily the case or if that is accurate to what they're doing in the show. Hmm. I just know that somebody pointed that out kind of on a still shot of showing them and that she was wearing all black because the colors are very important in the show, we've determined, mm-hmm. in costuming. So that was kind of an interesting thing to think about. Like, she's got a Martha, so in my head that means she's with the family or at least if we're going with the widow thing, she's with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also some people like, is she being trained to be a handmaid or is she being, like, what is she being brought up to be? Is she going to be an econo wife? Right. Is that what she's... You know, we really haven't gotten any clarification on that. So right. I think that's that's an interesting thing to, like... Part of me, this is going to sound messed up, but part of me was happy that Hannah was not happy. To see her? No, I'm just... Ha- or I just in general? In general. Oh, okay. Like, that and she still could feel how screwed up the situation yes. was, that yeah. she was, yeah. like, still... And this is wrong. Right. That even at a, at a young age, she understood that this is wrong, and that no matter how much I have, I, like shouldn't be happy which right. is a that they weird thing to say about like, a child like brainwashed yes, her yet exactly. yeah right right like she's trying to get it yeah. but she doesn't because she still remembers too much of like a real situation like a normal life with people who love her and like a real yeah and clearly she remembers enough of it because she asked did it hurt when you got hit on the head you know when they took her and so she remembers all, all of it you know from how it really happened so it was but yeah it was hmm. it was brutal they really got me they were just And then you thought it was done and then it wasn't done. I know. They Lord of the Rings, Jim. Where you thought it was over and then it wasn't over. And they went back out and did it in the snow and she had to basically talk her into like you gotta be strong and survive and, you know, go live your life. That whole that whole thing. Yeah, That's that the part. one that got me. Yeah. That's the one that got me. Like Live your life. Because she's basically just kind of owning to the fact that she doesn't think she's ever gonna see her again. It was horrible. It was awful. Uh, like, I barely cared about Nick because I was still reeling from what had happened with Hannah. Like, just the way the whole conversation went and all of the kind of hills and valleys of it. And then the Nick things happened. And I was like, oh, yeah, Nick. Like, I was still just so distraught from yeah. what had happened with Hannah. I was like, right, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just, like, emotionally drained that I was like, oh, I think I should feel bad about this. But I'm still so sad. Well, it was... Yeah, it was like the one-two punch where you're like, for me, it was like, I was like mourning that part. And then it was like, no, right. like, you can't make this any worse than what it already was. Silly goose. So, I know. <laughs> you know the rules. I really thought that it was just that they were going to drive back. I'm dumb. I don't know why. Or she's going to have the baby there. I don't know. <laughs> I, did, I honestly didn't see any of that coming. I don't, you know, it's, it's one of those shows, like, I don't ever know what no, they're going to they do. No, they don't do, even, so with cool. the scene with Han- but even with the scene with Hannah and, and June, it wasn't. A typical TV moment. No. You know what I mean? It was very fucking believable, which made yeah. it even worse. Worse, I know yeah. I was going to say. she didn't have a whole plan monologue. She was just no. like trying to, you can see Thinking her trying to pull fly. it together and, and like impart what she could if she didn't see her again. And I feel like my mother would have said something similar to that to me, you know, in that situation. It was not like a, honey, I love you and you were like born of love and this is a terrible, it was like so, so incredibly real and just off. So good. What you'd ever see, like, in a typical TV show. I know. That's how they get you. I know. Yep. 
I did kind of like too that that June, even talking to her about what was going on with her, didn't really like shine it on, like to try and make her feel like the situation was okay. Like she didn't like tell her like obviously all the terrible things that had happened to her, but she didn't go out of the way to be like, "It's gonna be okay, honey." No, you know, all this is great. Yeah, so I thought that was a really good creative choice by them to really have this like real conversation between the two of them kind of acknowledging we are in a terrible situation and like june is like i need you to know that you are in a terrible situation and to make the best of basically this terrible situation because i have limited ability to you know do anything to protect you as much as she's tried to at this point which i think has kind of been her end game has always been to save hannah i think maybe to a certain extent still is but i just thought it was it was brutal but it was well crafted for sure and that's a very easy thing to mess up or to cliche yes. out or to yeah and they didn't and that's what made it all the more horrible <laughs> right. like it was just and there's a part where you think she's gonna like be like i tried so hard and i did all these things and i try to explain just how hard she tried to be with hannah and like try to paint a picture of like a better mother figure in herself so that hannah would believe that she does have a mother fighting for her, but she doesn't even do that. Like, right. you know, she didn't have time. right. I was going to say, you yeah. get the sense that the time and she's like freaking out and there's so little time and you're like, Oh my God, it was just yeah, so well done. Ugh. So incredibly well done. So we conclude with another, as I explained this, I was like, it's a, it's a punch followed by another punch followed by a kick while you're down. It's basically what this whole, the last half of this entire episode is. It's basically like, I know. bam in the face, bam to the stomach, and then while you're down there, we're just going to kick you in the face one more time. I know. I, I, a part of me wishes Angie was here <laughs> because she, like, to hear, to hear what she, because I've known her for so long, mm-hmm. um, to hear what she would say about this episode, I would really love yeah. to pick her brain on this one. Um, especially the end scene, because you almost forget about the other stuff when she gets right. to see Hannah for the first time. Because yep. we've been building to a Hannah meeting, yeah, for a long time, forever, yeah, yeah. since minute one right. in my mind. Um, especially when we saw her at, you know, last season with uh, Serena. So this was like, to me, like almost nothing else mattered when he got, when she got to see Hannah, and then other big things do happen, and you're like, right. oh my god, I gotta forget about the Hannah thing because there's there's a rape, and there's also Nick, and like, you gotta kind of. It's just, it was just such a packed episode. Yeah. So, yeah, Nick uh, gets taken by the Guardian guys because he basically throws June back in the house and says, go hide because they're not supposed to be there in the first place. And uh, nobody knows they're there, which is another interesting thing we'll talk about in a second. Uh, so the Guardian guys show up because they're supposed to because Fred probably told them, hey, go, go take, take care, care of this, this. guy. <laughs> yeah. So And the gun goes off. Me, me and Crystal were talking about this. We couldn't tell. It didn't look like Nick got shot. It looked like the gun went off like he was going to try and shoot one of them and they kind of wrestled him yes. to the point where he shot it down in the air. So then they take him and they take his car. And so she's out there. But he looked, he didn't look alive. He wasn't like Well, struggling. they knocked him out. Like, I think that in part of the struggle, like, I think they, I don't think they shot him. I don't think yeah, he shot. They, I think he got knocked out. there was no blood on the snow either. You would thought yeah, if that's he true. was shot completely, yeah. there would have been some like, you know how they do those shots where like something happens. And then it's like, we want you to realize what happened. <laughs> right. And then we're going to zoom out yeah, into this big red spot. Or Yeah, you couldn't even really tell what happened hardly no, at all. Because, again, you you're getting it from June's perspective, right? That's the whole thing is, like, you're it seeing so it. Fast, you you're know? feeling it the way she's feeling it. And, like, from her vantage point, which is, like, looking out the window, like, real quick just to see what the hell's going on. But trying not to be seen 
So you only get like a certain amount of actual action that you can see. So uh, he gets taken away regardless. And then she walks outside and she's like, where even am I? Right. Because <laughs> I'm super prego. And um, it's snowing. It's snowing. And I'm somewhere two hours away. So the interesting part about this ending is this. So there's several things in the trailer for the show, the season two trailer, the big one, that haven't happened yet. One being the pool scene, which is like the big talk of the town this week, which is the infamous part of the trailer where there's two people in the pool with kettlebells essentially oh, tied around right. their waists. That's right. And one is clearly in a guardian's outfit, and the other one is a woman who is in like a night dress it almost looks like, but you can't tell. You can't see their faces, so you don't know who it is, and no one has like been able to tell who it is. Um, the other thing is this whole part about, um, and I think this hasn't happened yet, so correct me if I'm wrong. Where Serena and Fred are arguing with each other about we they'll think we're part of the resistance and all this stuff. And I don't think those lines have been said yet. So in my head, the way this is going to play out, and I'm apologizing to people in advance for the people that I'm about to kill, are that <laughs> Serena and Fred, after this, because I don't know that Fred intended for June to get left there. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that played out the way it was supposed to play but I, out. Yeah, I was sort of wondering. He's like, you know what? Fuck all this. I hope you and it baby die. Maybe. And right. that might and be the case. Start over, and, and then that he can get back at Serena for what right. she did. He, right. He can off Nick because he hates him, resents him, and he mm. hates Alfred. Just all be. of you. Huh. I want to make everyone suffer and miserable. I could be. I didn't think about that. See, in my head, it was they get because she's out there. But see, that's a loose end to me. Oh, absolutely. Like unless he's sending someone else there to like take care of her, which I don't know if that would be the case, but. In my head, I think what happens is that they, June gets caught out there, and then Fred gets wind of it, and then Serena gets wind of it, and they have to figure out how to solve this. And the fact that they have a handmaid that is in a house that they're not supposed, to, she's not supposed to be at, or that she escapes and runs somewhere, and some crazy crap happens, and they have to again like scramble to make their house make look like it wasn't, you know, doing something that Nasty. it's not supposed to be done. Um, and then that the people that they ultimately pin this on are going to be Drown. Nick and Eden that are in the uh, pool because he's already got Nick and Eden is his wife. So I think that they kind of shuck the blame over on them and that they are the ones that will ultimately pay for that. Now, I don't know what else happens to hmm. Fred and Serena, but we'll see. And I could be way off base on that, but I like it. That's kind of like, where my I head. Just like that would that would make Eden way more important than what she should be. Right. But because I think ultimately Nick has served his purpose, which and was to get the letters. Because why not? Nick was supposed to get the letters sure. to Canada, and he got the letters to Canada. I think that was really like, aside from getting June pregnant, I guess was his part of his purpose. But and like I, Luke and June have to be together. So I'll see Crystal. That's Crystal. Yeah, they Mark. do. <laughs> it's like somewhere in my like crazy head i want them all to live and be happy somehow <laughs> gosh think about that like how lifestyle how awesome looking do you have to be where you're like well every day they put a prosthetic body on my body because it's too hot so they just kind of dough me up yep. like what's that life like yeah i know right i know so we'll see does anybody else have any conspiracy theories um, i don't think nick is dead yeah, no. All right. I was gonna say I, I don't know that they're gonna. I did last night, but I think after waking up today, I don't think he's dead. Right. What do you think's gonna happen to June? His baby's coming. He has, he's gonna have to have a catastrophic. They can't just kill Nick like that. It's gonna be a catastrophic 
Yeah, well, no, well, I, I, yeah, I don't think that's how he died. I don't think he's dead right now. No. I think he, he the ultimately, cool thing is yeah, I think after that he with yes Eden, to be made an example. Yes. So that right, Fred yeah. and Serena don't get pegged. Correct. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I'm not going to deny you that, and I kind of hope that happens. No, I know. I don't know why. Because you got that vengeance streak going. I was going to say. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. And then June will escape with the baby. Something's got to happen with this baby. It's winter. It's winter in New England. I know. It's bad times to be outside. Or at a house where nobody knows where you're at. She's going to go. They've been alluding to it all season. She's going to go. She's going to find a way out. Think so? With the baby. All right. Sarah says she's getting out. You heard it here first. Maybe, maybe not before the baby's born. I don't know about the mm. timeline. But she's getting out. Maybe somehow. she's gonna get out All with right. baby. All right. Whether inside her body or out. Preferably inside, though, I would think. But I think whatever. So. I just feel like she, I just feel like I wouldn't do that. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway. So that's it no, for us. That's, that's it. That's where that <laughs> uplifting episode you know, oh. ends on a high note. So if you were wondering oh, where out. your feelings were, yep. now you, you know. Find them. Yeah. All right. That does it for us. 